स्टोरीज फ्रॉम उपनिषद्स रिटोल्ड बाय अर्घ्या गोस्वामी Dear friends firstly i would like to say a big thank you to all of you for supporting me by listening to my podcast regularly i am overwhelmed by the love and the support you all have given me your love will help me and motivate me to create more and more content from the upanishads in the coming days so please do like share forward download and most importantly please write some valuable review comments as these comments act as a flag bearer and will help me to create a bigger family of listeners this episode is also very special as you might know india is now on the moon scientist of isro has proven that even after a major failure you can still win the next time chandrayaan 2's vikram lander failed to soft land on the south pole of the moon Four years ago, now Chandrayaan 3's Vikram lander has successfully soft landed on the south pole of the moon, which is also now called Shiv Shakti Sthal. ISRO studied all the reasons and possibilities of their failure from the previous mission and made a fail-safe design for Chandrayaan 3. So, India is the first country to land on the dark side of the moon. My best wishes and hearty congratulations to the team of the great scientists of ISRO. In the last episode, we learned about the four states of Atman and discussed the Mahavakya, Ayam Atma Brahma. In today's episode, we will cover the rest of the learnings from the Upanishad, especially analyzing the sound Om in detail. as i told in my last episode that this upanishad is perhaps most important and contains only 12 verses i have covered till verse 7 in my last episode and today i'll cover the rest of the verses in case you haven't listened to it please listen to episode number 26 i would highly recommend to listening to it before listening to this particular episode so that you can maintain the continuity as told earlier i have taken a creative liberty to visualize this upanishad as a conversation between a guru and a student so friends without wasting much time let me continue today's story the student was completely mesmerized by the knowledge of the four states of atman he inquisitively asked his guru oh learned one can you please tell me about the relation of atman or self with om why the mantra of om is of paramount importance the teacher smiled and replied o samya know that sah ayam atma the same atman or the self is om from the standpoint of syllables the om with parts is viewed from the standpoint of its sounds or the letters the quarters of the self or atman are the letters of om the letters of om are the quarters of atman this atman is possessed of four quarters by giving predominance to the objects denoted by om 
that very self or atman adhyaksaram from the standpoint of syllable is om when explained with emphasis on the syllable in omkara the syllable is again om which is divided into quarters adhimatram which exist on the letters as its basis the student interrupted and asked how sir the teacher replied those which constitute the quarters of atman are the letters of om the student again asked which are they the teacher replied calmly letters of om are a u ma the teacher continued his explanation he who is vaishnara who pervades all names and forms of cosmos having his sphere of activity in the waking state is a which is the first letter of om because of its all pervasiveness or on the account of being first these two are the common features in both one who knows thus surely attains the fulfillment of all his desires and becomes the first or the foremost of all the student listened to his teacher's word with utmost attention and suddenly asked a question oh guru what is the similarity teacher replied that is apta or apti means pervasiveness as virata purusha pervades all jivas in beings in the world similarly the letter a pervades all letters because of this similarity vaishnav nara is identified with a the fruit gained by the knower of this is surely he will attain all desirable things and becomes the foremost among the great friends a quick recap on what teacher explained in part 1 of this podcast vishwa state corresponds to vaishwanara or virata purusha tejasa state is identical with hiranyagarbha and pragya with the unmanifested the difference lies only in the sphere of manifestation then the teacher continued to talk about the second letter he who is tejasa with the state of a dream as his sphere of activity is the second letter u the student asked why what is the similarity o sir the teacher replied because on the account of superiority or excellence or utkarsha on the account of being in between two or intermediateness it is in tejasa state which is better than vishwa and is an intermediate state between vishwa and pragya also tejasa is identical to hiranyagarbha which is in between virat purusha and ishvara the student asked again what does he gain the teacher said he who knows this thus heightens to a superior knowledge and becomes equal to all he does not become an object of envy to his enemies as he is not to his friends all his descendants become knowers of brahman then the teacher continued to talk about the third letter ma he said susupti or pragya whose fear of activity is the deep sleep state ma is the third letter of om it is because the measure and that wherein all become one on whom knows this identity of pragya 
and ma is able to know the real nature of things and beings and also come to realize as being the self of all important thing to understand here is the analogy in which the milk is measured by a vessel called prastha so are the vishwa and tejasha measured as it were because of their entry into and coming out of pragya during dissolution and origination similarly at the end of pronunciation of the syllable om and at the time of its fresh pronunciation the letters a and u seem to enter into the last letter ma and come out of it again it is also because of the absorption as at the time of pronunciation of om a and u seem to have merged or absorbed into the last letter ma just as vishwa and tejas merge into pragya at the time of sleep thus the learned person who knows this knows the reality of the universe then the teacher explained what the great sage gorapada explained in his karika to his student the teacher said according to gorapada karika when the identity of vishwa with the letter a is intended the similarity of being the first as well as the similarity of all pervasiveness emerges in view when the identity of vishwasya of vishwa with the mere letter a is intended then according to the reasoning it can be illustrated that samanyam or similarity of being adi that is first is seen as obvious for comprehending tejasa as identified with u when its identity with a letter is apprehended the similarity of excellence is clearly seen and intermediacy is also equally clear tejasya utva vijnane in the matter of knowing tejasya as the letter u when it is intended to be identified with u utkarsha or excellence is clearly seen in the matter of pragya's identity with letter ma when its identity with the letter is apprehended the similarity of being measure is seen to emerge and does the similarity of absorption he the great sage who knows this with firm conviction and common similarities between the three states are worthy of adoration and salutation by all beings he is the knower of brahman with firm conviction he clearly knows the three states and its common analogies and is worthy of salutation in the world the letter a leads to vishwa the letter u leads to tejasa and the letter ma leads to pragya when pragya disappears into that om it is free from the letters there remains no realization the akara letter a carries him after resorting to om meditates on it by identifying the quarters of the self or atman with the letters of om through the foregoing common features to vishwa and makes him to attain vishwa the idea is that 
he who meditates on om with emphasis on a becomes identified with vaishvanara or virata similarly ukara or the letter u takes him to tejasa and the letter ma takes him again to pragya but when ma to disappears the causal state gets destroyed in om which is free from letters there does not remain any reasoning after this the teacher told the student about the last verse from mandukya upanishad that which has no parts the soundless the incomprehensible beyond all senses the cessation of all phenomena all bliss and non dual om is the fourth which is turya it is the same as the atman he who knows this merges his atman in brahman the individual into the total the knower of brahman who has realized this highest truth has entered into the atman by burning away the third state of latency and hence he is not born again since turiya has no latency of creation for when a snake superimposed on a rope has merged into the rope on the discrimination of the rope and the snake it does not appear again to those discriminating people just as before from the impressions of past persisting in the intellect to those people of renunciation however who are possessed of dull or average intellect who still consider themselves aspirants who tread the virtuous path the fourth state is thus without any parts and entanglements it is not bound to this world it is auspicious and non-dual it is the form of om which is verily atman or self itself whoever knows the common features of the letters and the quarters of self or atman as presented before the syllable om when meditated on in the proper way becomes helpful for the realization of brahman the student was mesmerized to hear these from his guru he asked o oh guru then how do we chant om the teacher said there are two steps to omkara dhyana the first step is to concentrate on the sound part of omkara one needs to visualize virat hiranyagarbha and ishvara the saguna brahmana then as a part of step 2 shift attention from sound to intermediary silence and try to expand the silence part so one must chant om and meditate on virat hiranyagarbha and ishvara then observe the silence and then again chant om one must learn to dwell on the silence between two ohms and reflect the teachings in the silence as told earlier in this silence is chaitanyam which is consciousness awareness and nirgunam as for the sage stand chanting om 
It is the absence of everything else other than the person who is aware of silence and he is left behind. This silence is not an object or an attribute. It is asangha, no companionship, nirguna, no attributes, antataha at the end and ananda or bliss. These are swarupa of silence. So, Omkara Dhyana becomes Swarupa Dhyanam. This gives Jnana Nishtha, which attains Moksha or salvation. Then the teacher explained further from the Gaurapada's Karika. One should know Om quarter by quarter, for there is no doubt that the quarters of Atman are the letters of Om. Having known Om quarter by quarter, one should not think of anything whatsoever. Because of the similarities, the quarters are the letters and the letters are the quarters. Therefore, one should know Om Karam, the syllable of Om quarter by quarter. The syllable of Om is known thus. One should not be serving any seen or unseen purpose, for he has got all his desires fulfilled. One should concentrate one's mind only on Om, as it is the Brahman beyond fear. For a man who has attained Brahman, there is no fear anywhere. Om is surely the inferior Brahman and also is the superior Brahman. It is without cause, without inside or outside, without any effect and undecaying. When the quarters and the letters disappear from the highest standpoint, it becomes verily Supreme Self which is Brahman. Om is indeed the beginning or the origination middle or the continuance and the end dissolution of everything. Having known a U in this way, indeed one attains the identity with the Atman immediately. Entire phenomenal universe consisting of space and the rest which originate like a magic elephant or a snake superimposed on a robe, a mirage or a dream. In this way, indeed, having known Om, which is the Atman and comparable to the magician, and one attains the identity with the Atman immediately. One should know Om to be the God seated in everyone's heart as it is the seat of the memory and perception. The intelligent man who is having meditating on the Om, which is the self beyond the worldly state, and all pervasive like space does not grieve as there is no cause for grief. Om beyond the measures is Turiya. Derived in the sense of that which is anything measured signifies the dimension. That which has infinite dimensions is Anantamatraha. It is auspicious and holy because it is the state of negation of all dualities. He by whom Om is explained is known is a sage because of his meditating on the Supreme Brahman and not by the men who just know scriptures.
Om is both Saguna and Nirguna. When it is Saguna, it is manifested as Ishwara. And when it is Nirguna, it is unmanifested Brahman. As per Shankaracharya, A is manifested as Virata. U is manifested as Hiranyagarbha. And Ma is manifested as Ishwara. Vedanta says, Shunya Shakshi Chaitanyam, which is silence. Silence is awareness, consciousness, which eliminates absence of everything. Therefore, silence is Turya. Vishwa is identified with ignorance and error. Tejasa is also identified with ignorance and error. Pragya is identified with ignorance only, whereas Turya is identified with none. The sound part of Om reveals Saguna Brahman, whereas the silence in between two Oms reveals the Nirguna Brahman. Friends, that was today's episode on Om from Mandukya Upanishad. I have covered the gist of all 12 verses from the Upanishad and touched upon some important points from the Karikas. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. Please tune in to your favorite show, Stories from Upanishads, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Blueberry Podcast, and many other podcast players. Also, you can listen to them on my exclusive website, https colon slash slash www.storiesfromupanishads.com Furthermore, as a bonus, you can also read through some of the interesting blogs and shop from Exotic India. Exotic India is India's leading online store where you can find rare books, brass articles, idols and many other articles. Please do write to me in my email arghyathinks at gmail.com which is a R-G-H-Y-A-T-H-I-N-K-S at the rate gmail.com I do exchange many ideas and concepts with my fellow listeners and we both learn from each other. As I always request you all to follow, like, share, download the podcast series and also spend some time putting in your valuable reviews and comments whenever possible. These small actions will really help me and motivate me further. So, until then. Source content collected from various books on Upanishads such as Messages of the Upanishads by Swami Ranganathananda Brihad Aranyaka Upanishad by Swami Madhavananda, 8 Upanishads from Advaita Ashrama, Upanishads.org, Vedas and Upanishads for Children by Rupa Pai and several other write-ups and thoughts on Upanishads. Background music is sourced from various royalty-free music sources, Apple Loops, Internet Archives with non-commercial 4.0 international license. Om Shanti chants are from YouTube source Gaia Sanskrit. This podcast was conceptualized, scripted, narrated and audio designed by Argya Goswami.